your dreams can be your reality. You all, time isn't real. Okay, that is fucking crazy. Spirituality, manifestation, travel, money, entrepreneurship. Welcome to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Wright. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a bonus episode inside the Creative Rebel bonus series where everything I'm talking about is inspired by my mastermind happening next week. We kick off Tuesday, November 30th. Be sure to check out the link in my show notes if you want to join us. And what is it? Well, the Creative Rebel Mastermind is an eight-week intimate group sisterhood experience where eight women and I will explore self-expression, focusing on expanding our creations, our gifts, our talents, everything within a community. And really the whole goal of this is to develop courage to put your creations out in the world while sharing all of you without the fear of being judged, canceled, shamed, none of that. You don't need to hire parts of yourself to be successful or put yourself out there. You are so multifaceted and we want to see all of you. So that's what we're talking about inside Creative Rebel Mastermind. Play and pleasure, nervous system regulation, archetype embodiment, boundaries, astrology, which I'll be talking a little bit about today, writing and vision casting, as well as multi-passionate mastery, voice activation, and style as self-expression. So this is going to be a really fun mastermind. We're really going to test our creative muscles to see where our imagination takes us. And I want to be clear, this is all about unlocking ourselves if you feel like you are stuck in a creative rut or stifled inspirationally, or you just feel like I'm not ready to put myself out there because of XYZ. That's who this program's for. This is not a business program where we're going from idea to launch. The goal actually is to bring an idea or a project that you want to work on. And by the end, you have the confidence and courage to put it out there. Okay. I just want to be crystal clear about that. So if you want to work on a card deck or a piece of jewelry or a graphic, it can be anything. And it doesn't need to be related to business or something that you're going to monetize. It's something that you're going to put out in the world with that deep confidence, that clarity in that direction. Okay. So nothing is off limits. This is for you to create and play and expand and really rebel against your inner critic and what you think the world wants of you. The world needs your gifts. I promise you, whatever you've been thinking of creating is not random. Okay. It's not just on your mind for no reason. Humans don't set ourselves up for failure. We don't put ourselves in positions to fail rarely ever. So if you've been having this idea and you've been having a strong pull to put it out there, you have to remember it's probably there for a reason. You wouldn't be putting it out there if you genuinely thought in your heart of hearts it was going to fail or it wasn't going to help anybody. It's probably an amazing idea and an amazing solution. But by you hiding it and sitting there and hoping one day it will come out, that's not helping anybody. If you want to help somebody, educate them, inspire them, entertain them, whatever the case is, you have to put your idea out into the world. And that's exactly what is being covered in the Creative Rebel Mastermind. So you can check out the link in my show notes if you want to enroll. And you can always DM me at Chelsea Rife if you want to have a conversation and see if this is a fit or not. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about our zodiac signs and if they're actually secretly code for our alter egos. This is directly tied to one of the weeks inside Creative Rebel, where we're talking about archetype embodiment and choosing our video game character, as well as another week where I have a guest expert astrologer coming in, Hannah Krerer. She was actually on this podcast a few months ago, 
where we will actually be uncovering the secrets of our birth charts, which is going to be awesome. We're covering the North Node because that's all about soul purpose and direction, and we'll figure out why birth charts can help us find more purpose and direction in our lives. So I'm super excited about those weeks. And like I said, we're talking today about how zodiac signs may just be code for our alter egos. So if you're not into astrology, you probably have just seen the astrology boom in the last year. I know I have seen that a lot. I feel like this used to be the same thing with human design. And I don't even remember so many things like this happen in waves, right? There was a period where everybody was into like chlorophyll water. And then there's a period where everybody's into the human design trends and wants to know everything about their human design. And it's interesting because astrology has obviously been around for years. I feel like that's one of the first things we figure out when we're younger is like, what's our zodiac sign? But it had this massive surge in interest in the last few years, which I've seen on social media, which I've seen in articles and even just the offers that people are putting out incorporating astrology into their work. It's clearly showing that astrology had a boom in interest. So I started doing my own research on it and it's true. According to Google Trends, searches for birth chart and astrology hit five-year peaks in 2020, and many professional astrologers report that their businesses took off under lockdown. To me, that makes total sense because during the pandemic, we wanted guidance, insight, hope, faith. We needed some light at the end of the tunnel to show us that things were going to get better, and we trusted that maybe something outside of ourselves could have the answer. Maybe it wasn't the government or the media or your teacher or your boss or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, whoever it was, maybe the stars and planets had the answers. So to me, it makes sense why astrology and birth chart readings and all these kind of self-help and self-development services took off. We needed hope that things were going to get better. I also think a lot of us started questioning our life's purpose. Like, do I really want to be in this job? Do I actually want to live in this city? Is this person really my person? And a lot of times we like to look for confirmation and validation of these things, which is why, again, it makes sense that we we were seeking out birth chart readings or why you might go to a tarot card reader or a psychic medium, whatever the case is. We want to know that we're just not making things up in our head and we want some validation that we're making the right choice. Humans are so interesting that we think any choice you make is right or wrong, which actually just isn't true. It's just what choice is best for you at that time. But that's why I think these birth chart readings and again, anything that has to do with self-development or validation is so helpful because we're like, maybe it will confirm that this is the right choice. So I actually invested in my first birth chart reading earlier this year, and I was mind blown because I didn't know that much about astrology. I, you know, I have the apps and I read my horoscope here and there, but I was like, I don't even know that I'm fully going to understand what they're talking about. And to be honest, it was a bit confusing in the beginning if you don't know what they're talking about, but it was illuminating. It started showing me all these things that I feel like I knew about myself, but didn't know how to articulate. It's like it held all these crazy secrets and gifts and talents and insights that I just never heard about myself before, or at least not in that way. And my love language is words of affirmation. So I feel like my my quota for that was like overflowing by getting this birth chart reading. And it made me realize there's just so many sides of me that I don't share publicly, but it's like the birth chart knew that. It's so crazy. I know this sounds, you're like, what, what are you talking about? Like, how does this even work? Well, to take a step back, your birth chart is actually a snapshot of the sky on the date and time you were born. So wherever the planets were, wherever the stars were, a snapshot of the sky, that's what makes up your birth chart. 
So that's why if you don't know how to read one, which I obviously did not know how to do and I still don't know how to do, but I understand a little bit, you want to hire someone to help you walk through what does this mean? How can you translate what's going on in the sky to me and my human experience and what's happening now? So that's what my birth chart reading did for me. I've always hardcore identified with my sun sign, which is an Aquarius. I'm creative, curious, rebellious, free-spirited, eccentric. I feel like I always resonate with my Aquarius horoscope. But when I got my birth chart reading, I found out I was a Virgo moon and rising, and my north node is in Capricorn, and I have a stellium in Capricorn, which means I have three or more planets clustered together in the sign of Capricorn. And it revealed a whole new layer to me of myself. I just feel like, again, I never knew how to properly articulate my gifts or what I like to do or sides of me. And it felt like this bird chart reading was doing that so well. So for example, I feel like I can take really esoteric and challenging and complex info and turn it into practical, digestible, easy to apply info. I think this is also a mix of me coming from a very small town and then going to live in cities and immersing myself in the self-development world, especially traveling, then going abroad to Australia, living in Europe. I just developed a really strong sense of curiosity. And I know when I would go to share it back home, I would always think, how can I explain this that people would get it? Because I knew when I got into the world of you know astrology and human design and self-development, all these things, it was like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? You know, what does surrender actually mean? What does leaning in mean? What does showing up mean? Like that doesn't mean anything to me. What are the steps to do that? And I feel like that's something I'm good at. And when I got my birth chart read and she was explaining how my Virgo moon and rising worked as well as all my Capricorn placements, it was almost like, yeah, of course you can do that. Like this makes sense. I also thought at the time that that wasn't that special. I thought everybody worked that way. But I'm starting to realize, no, it's not something that everybody can do or does it the way I do it. And it's something that I do feel really confident in doing. I feel like I can see big picture ideas and again, almost like complex and ambiguous concepts and be like, okay, I know how to drill this down into three to five points that people could understand and apply today. And again, it feels like the planets and the houses and the signs in my birth chart all confirm this. So when I started sharing my services and offers more, I actually feel like my birth chart placements helped me promote myself more authentically because it felt like a layer of protection. And I realized this is why I think of zodiac signs kind of like an alter ego. I feel like people do this all the time. I've heard this on podcasts, people saying things like, oh, my Scorpio rising just wants to play devil's advocate. Or, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm just so emotional today, but you know, I'm a cancer moon. Or, oh, sorry, I was just daydreaming, LOL, Pisces sun. And we start to use these zodiac signs and placements and even in our human design, right? Like, oh, I I just worked all day. I'm a manifesting generator or I was taking a nap and I'm going to work three hours. I'm a projector. Whatever the case is, we kind of default to these layers of protection, aka these zodiac signs or human design profiles so that it doesn't feel like you, you yourself are the person doing it. And I hope this makes sense. So again, it's like if I say, oh my gosh, yeah, that's just my Virgo moon, it gives me this sense of confidence that I don't know that I could say like, oh yeah, I'm just an organized, structured person when it comes to creating podcast plans. I like to throw a nod over to my Virgo moon and rising because it does help me feel like, look, that's the reason I'm organized and structured. So this all got me thinking like maybe our signs and our placements actually do give us permission to be alter egos of ourselves. 
Maybe they are video game characters that we get to choose or hats that we get to try on every day. Like I said, when I'm showing a podcast client their launch plan, I feel like it is so structured and clear. I like to say, yep, I'm a Virgo moon rising and that's where this comes from. When I feel like I'm daydreaming about my future love life because I'm so romantic and sentimental, I'm talking about like floating in the Mediterranean Sea, drinking chilled wine, rolling around in the sand under a glowing sun. I feel like that's my Venus and Pisces. And then if I'm feeling like it's, um, I don't know, if there's something like fun and expansive and reassuring I want to do, I just look to my birth chart to be like, okay, how can this provide insight and guidance into my life? So this could also be something that helps you develop courage to put yourself out there. For example, when I feel like I need to promote something, but I'm feeling a bit insecure, well, my Jupiter is in Leo. And from what I understand and getting a few birth chart readings, this really amplifies creativity, expression, generosity, and strong leadership skills. So if I'm about to put my new offer out there, I'm like, okay, you're, you know, your Jupiter's in Leo. You can go shine. This is meant for you to be expansive and creative and generous and show your strong leadership. Your Jupiter is in Leo. It almost gives me in a way an excuse or a reason to act on that idea. Okay. I hope this makes sense. This is, for example, why even the creative rebel mastermind, I feel like is very influenced by my sun sign being an Aquarius. I'm like, okay, I want to rebel a little bit. I want to do things differently. I don't want to follow the same plans I always have. I want to do something that I haven't done before. And so when I personally, as Chelsea Rife, am feeling a little insecure, like, well, who are you to run a high ticket group mastermind? Who are you to talk about this? You've never even done a program like this. Or what makes you think you can carry this out? Whatever the case is, I'm like, okay, remember, you're an Aquarius sun. You got this. Or you're a 6'2 reflector. You innately know how to do this. You can reflect the health of the community. You're wise. It gives me reasons to act on my ideas. So again, imagine what treasure lies in your birth chart and maybe what confidence it could give you to share your creations and put yourself out there if you knew all the placements and where things went. So that's actually why inside of Creative Rebel Mastermind, we have two different weeks focusing on this. We have one week talking about archetype embodiment, which is AKA choose your video game character. So you can learn how to embody traits that your favorite people, characters, icons, or inspirations have, because it really will help with that protection, creativity, and inspiration. And also it's just fun, right? It's fun to be a different character every day. I love when I can dress up in a new outfit and I'm like, okay, this isn't normally what I'd wear, but I'm trying to emulate this energy or this type of person. So this is what I'm going to wear today. For example, maybe you're having like a serious work day where you're just editing all day. Okay. Maybe you wear a blazer and a, a sleek ponytail because that gives you office bitch, get shit done vibes. Like maybe that's your person. I have one that I call Victoria and she is like, a boss bitch, short black hair, wears sunglasses inside. And I always think of this person. This is a made up person, by the way, in my head. I guess I'm kind of thinking of like the uh, Devil Wears Prada character. And then also uh, Victoria Beckham. That's probably who it really is. I think of them and I'm like, okay, what would they do if I need to set a hard boundary? Could I turn on my Victoria person? Could I set a stronger um, work schedule around these specific hours and let people know this is when I'm working and don't contact me outside of these hours. 
I need to pick almost a character to be able to set those boundaries because me just at face value, Chelsea Rife is fun and generous and nice. And sometimes I need to call on different characters to basically activate different parts of me inside my business. So that's what we're talking about. One of the weeks is like choosing your video game character or choosing your fighter, because it really is a, an expansive practice and it will help develop a lot of courage. And then another week we have again, guest expert astrologer, Hannah Crara coming in. So we're going to be talking about how your birth chart not only can help you understand yourself better, but maybe even understanding your business better. So perhaps you're someone who's incredible at being an evaluator versus someone that is good at creating or helping people, or maybe you're better at uh, teaching groups than one-on-one and based on your sign, whether that's fire or water, et cetera, maybe that's how you build your schedule. Or maybe like me, you're great at taking big ideas and making them tangible so you could help other creative people ground down their massive dreams. So this is why birth charts are so incredible and why I'm having Hannah come in to help us understand them so we can find more purpose and direction and have that permission to fully be ourselves on our offline. What's really cool is because the group is so small, we're getting personalized advice from Hannah which is awesome. So she will actually go into your chart and let you know what placements mean what and focusing a lot on your north node, which is all about soul purpose and direction, which will really give you a sense of confidence. So this is why sometimes people ask me like, how do you keep going? Or how do you stay consistent? Or you know, how do you not just get burnt out? What I'm doing to me feels so much bigger than me, that that's why I have not given up yet. There are months where I've been like, where the hell am I making money? How am I going to pay my freelancers? Am I going to be able to afford this software? Is anybody even listening to me? I've lost followers. I don't know if anybody's listening to this podcast. I I have those thoughts often. Okay. I don't want you to think that just because I'm still in business, I don't have negative thoughts. I definitely have thoughts that don't serve me well, but things like this, like understanding my birth chart or my soul's purpose or what I came here to do and having a bigger mission, that's what keeps me going. That's why lately I've been experimenting more with showing you more sides of me online, showing my chair dance classes, showing me drinking on the weekend in Miami, showing me getting all dolled up and going out with friends because that's part of my life. I used to not show that because I was like, well, I'm a business owner. I can't show these sides of me. I'm only allowed to talk about my offers and my brand and my products. I need to keep everything on brand. And that started to feel suffocating. I remember feeling so disconnected from my business because I was like, People don't know the real me. I've told this story before. My ex said one time, he's like, I actually just feel like you're a different person on your Instagram than you you are in person, not in a bad way, but he was like, you're really silly in person and you're goofy and you're funny and you're lighthearted. And I feel like your Instagram doesn't show that. And it really woke me up to be like, yeah, I haven't been showing all sides of me. And I never felt safe to because I was like, well, you know, that's not what business owners do. That's not what an expert would do. But lately I have been experimenting with that. And this is why I feel like I can be consistent. I'm no longer overthinking what I'm posting or when I'm posting or what time or who's going to follow me. If anything, I've actually lost followers the last few months, probably because my message is now becoming more crystal clear. And that message may not be for everybody. And I'm okay with that. And this is why I'm talking about having like alter egos and different archetypes that you can call on because there's a side of me that I'm like, I really don't care. I want the people that want to learn from me and be around me in my circle. I don't need random followers or people, you know, uh, spying on my page, but not actually investing in my work or stalking me. It's like, what is that doing? 
that's just adding a follower to my page that's not engaging with it. Like, no, thank you. So this is why, again, I feel like I have the consistency in my business and the confidence to keep going because it all feels so much bigger than me. It does feel like this is a sole purpose thing, not a quick get rich quick scheme or something that I'm just doing as a fun little phase of my life. It's like, I actually can't even picture myself ever going to work for someone else because I just feel like I'm just getting started and that this mission, again, is just so much bigger than me. So that's what we're exploring too inside the mastermind. Like, why do your creations need to be out in the world? Who needs them? What is your soul's purpose? Do they tie together? Can this be something that gives you that courage and confidence to put it out there? So that's the questions. That's what we're going to be talking about. We're going deep inside this mastermind. Again, it's a small group because I want us to be able to connect and talk and really share. My worst nightmare is going into a group program and nothing happens at the end. And you're just like, oh, cool. Learned a few new things, but can't do anything with it. No, 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 no. This program is meant to be by like after week one, you're feeling inspired and connected and grounded that you can start developing that courage. So by the end of the eight weeks, you feel so confident and clear and courageous to put your creations out there. That's why I developed this. I wish this existed when I started my business. When I started, I felt like all the masterminds were for people that were in business for three plus years or people that were much more ahead of me or had more uh, financial means than I had. Or we're just, I just made up all these different things of why I couldn't join certain masterminds. And to be honest, some of them, I just didn't feel comfortable. They were too big or the topic wasn't what I wanted to talk about. And a lot of it always had to do with business and making money. And I was like, I need a space to creatively express myself and feel like it's safe to do that. I want to show people my funny and silly side, as well as my dark side, as well as my romantic side, as well as my business side. Again, we are all so multifaceted and you deserve to show all that too. So if this feels like something you want to do and you're like, hell yes, that's what I've been looking for. This is for me. Check out the link in my show notes. You can enroll right there. There are three different payment options and you can always DM me at Chelsea Ripe if you have any questions or you just want to chat to see if this is a fit or not. We have three guest experts coming in, including Hannah, the astrologer, as well as Deanna Joy Spencer, who is a multi-passionate educator, and Katie Allen, style coach and speaker, talking all about style of self-expression. Again, you can find all these details on the link in my show notes, and we start next Tuesday, November 30th. I am so excited about this. I cannot wait. This is going to be a really powerful way to close out 2021 and bring in 2022. Fresh energy, clear-headed, full hearts. I feel like this is a football speech, (laughs) but that's really how I feel. I want us to close this year out with a bang and feel so grounded and courageous and calm and confident for 2022. So again, I hope to see you inside. Check out the link in my show notes. And of course, DM me at Chelsea Ripe with any questions. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon.